Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Yeah, we're speaking with Chris Robb, uh, founder and CEO of Mass Participation World, uh, based in Bali, but of course travels all over, has lived lived in Singapore for many years. And Mass Participation exercises, uh, why don't you give us an overview of kind of all of that that includes, uh, you know, of course we think about um, marathons and, and other foot races, but what, what do these uh, include when, we, when we're talking about mass participation events? Yeah, thanks, Glenn. Thanks for having me on the show. I think, you know, typically there would be traditionally – running events, cycling, triathlon, swimming, obstacle racing, which is, has been a, a massive development in probably the last 10, 15 years. But I think if you really think about it, you know, kids playing six-a-side soccer in the park and softball and baseball and depending what country you're in, you know, kids' activities or even grassroots activities, that's mass participation. Thousands of people getting out and active and, uh, and obviously massively impacted by, by COVID-19. Are any of these events still happening to to the best of your knowledge or has pretty much everything been shut down across Asia? I'm not aware of anything that's happening. You know, in, in most countries now, there's government directives that, you know, there can't be gatherings. And obviously it varies from country to country, no more than 500, no more than 250, um, you know, from, from country to country. But I'm not aware of any events that are still happening. And, and it's now, you know, obviously spreading across the world. Europe has now described as the epicenter by the WHO. Things have been locked down there for a long time. America is seemingly shutting down. There were a few things that happened there in the last couple of weeks, but the industry is, is being massively impacted uh, there with, with pretty much every event being cancelled as far as I'm aware. Yeah, it's uh, of course we saw you know early adopters were like the NBA and the NHL saying that they were canceling the seasons, which was uh, actually very good news for those of us who believe that social distancing is the way uh, to contain this. Um, and and now that these uh, you know up in the lead up to this crazy quick turn of events with uh, COVID nineteen, had there been any. Had there been any discussion, you know, in the mass participation world? I know you just had a big conference here last year. Um, had there been any any discussions about what if, you know, the possibility of something like this happening? Or has this really kind of taken everybody by surprise in your industry? Yeah, I think, you know, we're an industry that has, you know, crisis management plans, contingency plans. But I'm not sure that there's any industry that had contingency plans for this or very few. Obviously, SARS set a bit of a benchmark, but that was so long ago now that I think, unfortunately, it kind of paled into people's uh, distant memories. But there's no doubt the industry has been completely taken by surprise. And and the reality is that it's been decimated. You know, there are going to be literally thousands of industries across the, the globe that are not going to survive this. And, you know, there's a whole ecosystem. It's not just the organizers that put the events on, but the suppliers, obviously sponsors are reconsidering their positions. And, and I think it's, you know, it's, it's going to be really tough. This is going to be a, a really interesting case study going forward because what the industry provides, in, in, in my opinion, one of the things it provides, it provides an opportunity for people to be active, but it provides a target for the less inclined, shall we say. So there, there's some people that exercise is part of their daily routine. They don't need to be externally motivated to do it. They value it. They do it. But there's a lot of people that sign up, for example, to the Standard Chartered Singapore Marathon, and that becomes their goal that they work towards for six months. Oh. All those goals have been taken away. So you've now got these issues where, one, people are now in many countries being forced to, to be inside. I mean, there's, there's a lot of countries, Switzerland, by example, people aren't even allowed to, to leave their homes to exercise, get sunshine, do anything of that. I think I'm right in saying that in, in France now, you're not allowed to go more than two kilometers from your home. 
Um, so, you know, p- people even to, to now be extremely motivated to run on a treadmill if they have one or, 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 or run on the spot in their apartment. Things obviously are motivated by a goal, by something that they're driving towards. So the knock-on effect of this commercially for businesses that are going to be disappear, but for the, the whole population, I think is going to be massive. It's interesting you say that they, we've just been, uh, you know, seeing a lot of newspaper articles in the Straits Times today, actually, about, you know, how to exercise at home using things you have around the house and, and of course, doing online, uh, you know, yoga or fitness videos, those sorts of things. But this is true because, uh, you know, I've personally been one of those people that set the Singapore Marathon as a goal and then, you know, worked up to it over months. Uh, and and they, they are great opportunities to motivate people. And without that, you know, many of us don't always have that same level of self-motivation to keep active and fit. And so as you look at uh, mass participation world and, and what you guys can offer, is there is there anything that, that you can do as an organization um, to, to help promote exercise or to keep the kind of the fires going or at least keep the coals warm uh, while we're in this, uh, this period of, of no mass events? Look, I think there's a, there's a lot of innovation that is happening, and the obvious one, and you've touched on it to some degree already, is, is the virtual space. So, uh, you know, m- more and more events are offering uh, virtual opportunities, whether it be a race, whether it be, uh, you know, engagement through tracking your steps. You know, I've been speaking, there's, there's a guy out of, uh, out of uh, India who, who I've worked with over the years, a guy called Ravi Krishnan, who's set up a, an amazing company called Stepathlon. And, and he's built a number of kind of engagement platforms around, you know, counting your steps. And, and it doesn't necessarily need to be around steps. If you're a cyclist or a swimmer, there's ways that those can be, can be counted. So organizations like that, giving people an incentive, giving them a motivation for a target to work towards. And, and I think, uh, you know, a, a, as an industry, we, we are so massive and so disparate. And that's what I've been trying to achieve with Mass Participation World over the last four or five years is try and bring our industry together. We haven't yet achieved that. So, you know, I, I always believe that positives come out of times of pressure. There's going to be, you know, sadly lives lost. There's going to be sadly businesses that are going to go under. But I, I think there will be some wonderful initiatives and things that will come out of this. And one of those is hopefully, and we're seeing it already, this amazing collaboration that's happening across the industry, people supporting each other, people getting together regularly. You know, one of the things I myself am doing is every Monday, 8.30 Singapore t- time and 4.30 Singapore time, I just host, host a Zoom chat room for an hour just to bring the industry together so that people can share their concerns, share challenges they're facing, or just feel supported. Uh, you know, there's lots of people that are completely overwhelmed from a business sense here of, you know, how do I try and save my business? I was, I was uh, in, in uh, WhatsApp discussion with, with someone in Switzerland uh, who's got a, a, a wonderful business. I won't name, name what it is, but a relatively new business. And, you know, he said to me, Chris, I've got two months to survive. If, if this is not gone within two months, which is clearly not going to be, he said, I'm not going to have a business. And, yeah. uh, you know, that, that, that's the case that we're seeing repeating. And, and, you know, it's a matter of trying to support those people, help them to innovate um, and, 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 and have a united front, which is happening in communities and, and, and businesses all over the world, not just unique to the mass participation industry. Um, Chris, you know, we've, we've seen the cancellation of, uh, you know, everything in Singapore. And we were getting to a point where it seemed like just about every weekend there was some sort of 
race, triathlon, duathlon, biathlon. Something was happening in Singapore. It's, it's such a, a, um, a friendly place to have those types of events. And, and all of that is, has, of course, gone away now. Um, we've just seen the, the World Health Organization today uh, come out, you know, giving advice to people on how they can look after their health um, to, you know, stay strong during COVID-19 and also beyond. And, and so they've really started that discussion about eating healthy and, and avoiding limiting alcohol and uh, sugary drinks and, uh, you know, stop smoking and, you know, basically all these good things that even in normal times would be good for people to do. Um, but are we, are we going to now maybe see a, an, an emphasis going forward, as, as you mentioned, kind of one of the possible opportunities going forward, as this uh, hopefully will, um, will end at some point, that people will have maybe a new respect for personal fitness, personal health, and, and maybe start to get more involved in some of these big mass participation events? Look, I hope that will be the case, and, and, and I hope that, you know, we, we, we focus on so often in these situations, Glenn, we focus on the, the physical health benefits, but I think the part that, that uh, often gets ignored is the mental health benefits. You know, it's, a, it's no, no secret. There's lots of research that proves that, uh, you know, physical activity helps with mental health, and there's, the, the, there's, there's no more important time to be looking after, you know, people's physical, um, uh, mental health as well at the moment. So I think you know, and one one of those is just the mere exercise, but the other part of it is is, is people coming together and 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 you know having training groups and so on. So hopefully, there will you know to answer your original question, people people will recognise the value of getting out getting out in the park. As 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 I shared with you before the call, I'm I'm literally sitting here in my car at the moment with my little five year old son Sam <laughs> kicking his football around on the field because the poor little guy is you know after after five days of no school he's he's cabin cabin fever crazy. He can't yeah. understand as a as a five year old why he can't have play dates with his friends and why he can't get if there's anything there's a, there's a wonderful video that you might have seen going around or many videos of what's happening in places like Italy with people getting on their balconies and serenading and uh, having private little dinner parties and whatever. Yeah. And I thought that was wonderful. But the irony to me was that 20 years ago, that was the fabric of society. And, and I think it just, if, if anything positive is going to come out of this, it's hopefully going to be a wake up for the human race in terms of how far we've lost our way in terms of the things that are really important in life. We get caught up on our phones. We sit watching screens. You know, we hustle, 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 working long hours, not spending time with our kids, not putting them to bed, not taking them to school. Is this the wonderful opportunity out of this terrible crisis that we're in that's going to come? That, 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 that's an opportunity to reboot and recognize how valuable that interaction, knowing our neighbors in the block that we live with and interacting with, with kids and taking your kid to the park and kicking the ball mm -hmm. and having a run and doing things as a family um, you know, I, I think that those are kind of some of the things we've taken for granted. The kids get, kid gets taken to school by the, the helper and picked up by the helper and put to bed by the helper while mm. mom or dad or both are on the treadmill trying to earn a buck to pay an expensive mortgage and, and, and pay for an expensive car. And yeah. we've missed out on these wonderful life experiences that we've taken for granted or maybe, maybe haven't even taken for granted. We've just kind of lost sight of them as we got so materially hooked up. And hopefully the mass participation industry, once we recover will provide more opportunities for people to come out and say, hey, I recognize not just the, the, the mental and health benefits of this, but the community benefits of being with my friends, being with my family, having, having fun. And maybe more, maybe more events that are family-oriented, too, family races. And now that we've all kind of reconnected 
with our families, as you've just mentioned, you know, maybe there's going to be more activities that will that will focus on uh, a family. Uh, sports or family mass participation, which would be interesting. Chris, you're in Bali, based in Bali now. Um, tell us uh, generally about the situation in Bali. Of course, many people living in Singapore, uh, Singaporeans and others, expats, uh, vacation in Bali, take quick trips and long trips. Uh, what's what's the mood there now? I would imagine there's not uh, as much traffic between uh, Seminyak and going up to Ubud these days as there usually is on the road. Yeah, look, the roads are really quiet. I just commented to my wife this morning on the way down to the field. We're in, in a field in Pereiranan, for those of that know it at, at the moment. And, and, and certainly, increasingly, things are being shut down, so people will know Finns as one of the landmarks in Changu, Finns Recreation Club and Beach Club. They just announced overnight that they are closed for the foreseeable future. Mm. Um, it's coming up to Balinese New Year, Nyepi, which is, is a wonderful celebratory time. Um, and, and they, the, all of the communities or many of the communities build these amazing effigies, which they then parade through the streets with the symbolism of driving away the bad spirits. And you get literally, you know, tens of thousands of people on the streets. They, uh, it's, it's a wonderful time. And, and, and that's being canceled. The, the government mm. has encouraged people just to celebrate uh, at home. Um, and, and there is whisper that the, the island is going to close down from next week. So restaurants and, and cafes and, and everything except essential is going to be given a directive to close down completely. Um, and, you know, Nepi is followed by, by what they call the day of silence. So literally the entire island shuts down, even in good times. And, wow. and it's one of the wonderful things that I, I really honor about the Balinese people that, you know, an island that depends so much on tourism in many parts of the world, they would have kind of lost that culture. The, the airport closes down, everyone stays in their home, and it's a, it's a wonderful day on the year that's gone by and thinking ahead to the year that's going to come ahead. And, and, and you know, that, that will still happen uh, next, uh, next Wednesday, uh, if I've got my facts right, is, is Nyepi, and we'll all stay indoors and, and reflect. And, 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 and my sense is that that will be, you know, part of a bit of a trigger for a, a wider shutdown. Right. All right. Well, our thanks to Chris Robb, founder and CEO of Mass Participation World. Uh, really appreciate your time and your insights today, not only on the, the mass participation uh, industry, but also the fact that this might lead to some innovation in it and, um, and, and lead people to maybe uh, live healthier lives in a slightly different way uh, going forward. So thanks for your time, Chris. Thanks, Glenn. Wonderful to speak. Have a great day and, and all the best to all your listeners there and safe times. Keep safe and keep healthy. Thank you so much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.